If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's basically free. The creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What is up, guys? I'm here with another episode of Cerro Palsy and Fitness. I'm here with a special guest, uh, my best friend of almost 16 years, Nate Horton. And I am going to be discussing with him his reaction on when he first met somebody with a disability. Um, how has it changed him as an individual over time and get his input on what disability means to him. So with that being said, I am going to give him the show. All right. So, yeah, I mean, when I first really met somebody with a disability, I was, I want to say, five or six. And, you know, being a kid around that time, you really don't know. You're like, if you don't know, you're still learning about the world and everything else. And you're easily manipulated and duped as a kid. So you're going to follow and you want to follow everybody else. So, you know, I hated that. Knowing it now, knowing now what I know about disabilities and seeing it firsthand, I really look back at it I'm like, wow, I was kind of a jerk. There's this kid in this after-school program, his name was Andrew. Um, and I was kind of mean, because I didn't know. I didn't know any better. You know, I just poked fun at him like everybody else. I didn't realize he actually had the same disability as you. And I felt terrible. I really, really felt terrible. And thinking about thinking about it now, it really just breaks my heart knowing how much of a cruel person I was, but as a kid, like I said, you really don't know no better, but as I got older, and when we first met in like 6th or 7th grade, like that's still kind of a fuzzy, fuzzy memory of how we met. If you if you could go back and kind of meet him again, you know, face to face, would you, um, would you maybe befriend him and let him know that you've learned a lot and that you would like to? Without a doubt, dude. Without a doubt, that would my whole mentality's changed. Um, I honestly wish I could find it now and just be like, hey, you know, I hate that I still remember that so vividly as a kid, but just I want to be able to make up to him, you know, if I can find out who he is or what he's doing now, I'd definitely, you know, reach out to him and be like, hey, you know, how you been? What's life been like? You know. Yeah, it's it's always good to kind of. Uh, usually, we typically learn from first experiences. Like usually, first experiences are always terrible. I mean, we we, we both know that from firsthand. Um, usually, after that, you kind of gain more knowledge, and you kind of eventually, once you start getting used to it, you'll start getting more of an understanding mm-hmm. of it, and then you're like, okay, this is this isn't so bad as I thought it was. You know, mm-hmm. I just had to give my mind a chance to open up. Yeah, and just absorb that information and just get to know the person and and you know I'd be all set you know I don't 
I don't, and by by meeting that per by by letting my mind open up, mm-hmm. it gives you that chance of you know seeing both sides, seeing both perspectives, and then you're like, oh wait, I can't judge because this person might be disabled, but he can do the same exact thing I can do, but with a little bit of assistance. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, yeah, that's that's hundred percent true, and I agree with that. I mean. I'll, I'll be the first to admit, you know, in our, in middle school actually, not high school. Middle, high school is a little bit easier, but middle school, uh, dude, just not knowing anybody. And I was always an introverted kid, so I was always shy and I kept to myself. And, you know, going through those phases, you know, puberty and everything. Yeah, fun stuff, stuff right? Yeah, very, very fun. And I was a little chubby kid. And yeah. you remember, you saw it in the yearbook. You're like, yeah. oh my God, that's the same. <laughs> exactly. So I was always like that. And I'm just like, <laughs> we first met I was like you know I kind of opened my mind a little bit to where it's just like here I am being an introvert and I'm just like feeling I'm being picked on and everything else I can only imagine what he's going through you see what I'm saying I mean if you think about it we're both in the same boat because yeah I may be disabled but you're getting you're getting picked on because of your of your size I'm getting picked on because of my my disability yeah yeah without a doubt it's true we were both picked on here and there, we were bullied a little bit, and I was always shy, and I just didn't want to talk to anybody unless I was spoken to, and even then, I was always just still kind of like, like, I was mumbling and whispering things, I wasn't like really resonating and coming in. Really in tune. Yeah, really being in tune, and like I said, when we first met, I was still like, uh, I had that mindset, like, oh man, you know. Yeah, I'm getting picked on, but he's probably getting picked on too. And I, I honestly wish I could remember the teacher, guidance counselor, or whatever I want to give them a shout out to actually just introducing us. And they're like, "Oh, would you mind helping David? You know, get to his next class." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know." She pretty she pretty much bought she pretty much brought it was our, a female. our lives together. It was a female. Wasn't I, it? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Was. I don't remember who it was, but yeah, it's crazy to think that. Now, where it used to be, to what it is now, it's just been it's, it's progressed. It's progressed a lot. It's yeah, progressed it's, a lot. And I remember I used to, it. back then, I used to be like, oh, you know, is he okay? Does he need any help? But now, nowadays, I'm just like, ah, what? Now, now, now we have fun. Because, like, example, for example, like, you know, we've done, we've done a lot of things together. You know, we've gone to a lot of, like, wrestling events and um, we went to Aquatica, and I remember, I remember this, this funny, this uh, wave pool we were doing. Oh, and that was, that was hilarious. Yes. We were like, well, yeah. I was like trying to swim, and you were like, trying to hold on to me, and my, my shoe was falling off, and then he does yeah, this. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Like, and you're, you're like trying to grab onto me, and I'm like, I got this, and I'm like, I'm about to, I'm about you're, to way, you're way oh, out there, we're trying to catch up with you, and then we had to put more of like the small life jackets on jacket. you. <laughs> so, Oh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was good. That was, that and was um, and then you know, and then I I got to be a part of you know uh, a wonderful wedding that you had with your, with your with your wife and yeah and it's it's crazy how, how how life really progresses from the beginning and um you I mean, know I'm really grateful for that. I am too. Like honestly, from you, I remember being invited to birthday parties. You know. And I was like, whoa, like I never like, like I said, it's always by myself and just to be getting the invitation to come out and hang out with you guys. And that's how we kind of met Mike. I think we met Mike a little bit later. 
Yeah, I think so. And then he moved, and then he moved. He moved to he Texas, came, and then he moved back yeah, here. Yeah, and he came back. And then our friendship kind of blossomed from there. Yeah. From where it was, kind of was where it is now. Yeah. And it's crazy to think too. You know, like you said, I had you as one of my grooms when did my wedding. You know, I, honestly, I was like, I don't talk to anybody else besides you, Mike, and that's just been it from from day one. From day one, like. You, it's really true. You get people you come and go in your life, and you never see them again. I mean, social media helps there, but know, it's not. It's not the it's same not, as physical it's not contact. The same as physical contact, you know. And I told my wife, you know, yeah, I remember she was like so nervous to meet you guys, you know, because she never met you guys. And then I'm like, just don't worry about it. Yeah, she, cool she was nervous. To, she was nervous to fit in. Everybody is. Yeah. You know, fit in the group. Yeah. She was. Especially because she she was also the only female and we're, we're, you know, we're the only males, but eventually she became one of us. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So she loves you guys to death. And, you know, I was like, I told her straight up when we were getting ready, I'm like, it's just Mike and David. And then that, that's the only two people we really ever wanted as my groomsmen. And then my uncle too, you know, cause he gave me hell about it, but I made yeah. sure I'm like, they have to be there no matter what the case of boy may be. They have to be there. So, yeah. It is awesome. Um, so, since we kind of t- we kind of hashed out on that, I wanted to know how how have those experiences helped shape who you are as a person, and then your and build that perception of of disability um, for you over time. It it really has evolved over the years and over time, you know, from being a little kid to meeting you um, and us just becoming so close and realizing we have a lot in common and just because you have a disability doesn't mean that stops you from anything. I mean, heck, if anything, I see you doing a lot more than what you're limited to. You push yourself past the boundaries of what you should sometimes to where we're like, okay, kind of pump the brakes, but it's like, no, I can't tell him that because he's been told no his whole life. You see what I'm saying? He's been, oh, well, you're never going to be able to do this and you're never going to be able to do that. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not that type of person. I applaud it. I'm inspired by it as much as anybody else, you know, to see you in the gym, grinding left to right. Dude, you, you're in better shape than me right now. <laughs> so I applaud that. I see you earning your bachelor's degree. That's insane to think that, you know, that's, it blows my mind. And for anybody, including myself, who's just been like that over the years, it allowed me to open my mind and just see that the world's limitless. You know what I mean? I sit and I see it like, you got me inspired to really watch and see all these people out, you know, like Gregory Hart, like a pro wrestler who's disabled, um, a comedian that's disabled, Josh Blue, the comedian, Gregory Iron, the yeah, disabled that... wrestler. Um, the, the video I showed you on Instagram about Miles Taylor, shout out to Miles Taylor right yeah, there. There you go. Yeah. Former, former co, you know, not former, actually, you know, co Baltimore fan. I know that, you know, Baltimore Ravens fan out there. So I love oh, to yeah. see you guys do something like that or you guys get a shout out or collab in some way. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So. I mean, it's always good to find people that you can connect with, you know, especially now I'm starting to see, um, if you notice, a lot of the sports industry is starting to open up to people with disabilities. You're talking about 
the NFL, um, the NBA kind of sort of not not really, but they're getting they're, there. It's progressive. Um, it's progressive. Track and field, uh, CrossFit. Let's see, foot. Um, I mentioned football. Yeah. Uh, trying to think. Wrestling. Yeah. Which, I mean, Gregory Iron, he he's he's wrestling, but I feel like if they'd give him that chance of him being able to jump up to bigger heights, you know, yeah. companies like AEW or WWE could could benefit from it because you're mm-hmm. talking about you don't just have that demographic of normal casual wrestling fans, but you could have you could have another demographic come you could have another demographic come in, you know, and, and disabled individuals that watch wrestling and they, they look at him you know on tv and they're going to be like wow if he can do wrestling and if he can make it that big then then i can accomplish my dreams too oh yeah you know? yeah i mean just to see those types of people out in the world like i said it's just awe-inspiring and it just makes you look in the mirror and makes you look at your life like wow you know life's not so bad everybody goes through their depressed times and dark times i mean I'm kind of going through it right now myself, but you view that from somebody else who's got like a dis- disability, whether it be men- mental, physical, anything, you know, it just, it gives you the has like half empty look approach, yeah. you know? Yeah. Looking in, and it just makes me, uh, yeah, blows my mind to think that anything is possible no matter what your life turned out to be. Exactly. I, I agree with you on that. Um, so, after we kind of recap, recapped everything we've talked about and mm. kind of gone through your experience and, and how you feel, um, I'd like to know, what it, what does disability mean to you? Like the, the word disability. What do, you, what do you think of when you hear the word? Disability, to me, it means... I feel like disability to me means it's just a hoax in a sense. Not a hoax as in, oh, it's something that's made up. No, it's something that people look at as a stigma and it just, it doesn't need to be that stigma. People need to end that stigma. It's like, just because somebody's got a physical or mental disability doesn't mean you're limited, you're bound or you're chained to anything. What you do, what people tell you you can and cannot do don't listen to those people your life and those people who are in your life that care about you they love you they support you they're behind you 100 that's what needs to be your main focus and objective and goal i love to see it's opened my mind more and i love to see it grow to where people are giving opportunities and giving chances no matter the circumstances or just no matter what the circumstances may be, you get the same opportunity as any other human being in this world. Whether it be uh, astronaut, firefighter, um, whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life, you get the same type of opportunity as the next person. And I just want that to become a more global and worldwide thing. Common, more common. More common and worldwide. More common. So. And I love and I appreciate. I'm happy to see you succeed in what you're doing in your podcasting journey. And I cannot wait to see it actually grow into something bigger and it gets more eyes on people, the 
cerebral palsy or any type of disability, if you're born without a ligament or, you know what I'm saying, anything. It just, it makes me happy to see that there's somebody out there. I'm not saying that there aren't still people out there like that, like you, but you're putting more ears and eyes on it. You're helping the community and you're helping people with disabilities get places and help people. Hey, that's, that's all we can do, man. You know, just be, uh, be positive. Just uh, keep an open mind. You know, just face life forward. You know, don't let the, let the positives outweigh the negatives and just go from there. Appreciate it very much. Thank you so so much for having me. Oh, yeah, thank you for being on. Thank you for being on my show. Um, so this is Dave Figueroa signing off for Cerebral Palsy and Fitness. Um, you guys check me out on iTunes and Spotify. And if I can do it, so can you.